Hi there, I'm AR. Welcome back to the Lore Research Lab. And if you're new here, welcome to the Lore Research Lab, where I ramble about Nintendo video games. This is the 75th log and the fourth gag focusing on Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Today's thesis. What is this game's storyline in brackets poorly described? Well, there's no kind of fancy preamble for this episode, folks. We're just going to get right into it. Um, you can check out the other uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land episodes that I have done. I've talked about the, I've reviewed the game, I've talked about its music, and now I'm going to describe its storyline. Um, so that's all you're going to get going into this. It's time to deep dive, folks. Okay, folks, so how does how does the story of this game begin? So we play as um, Round Pink Lad, um, who I will be referring to as RPL because it's just less syllables. So RPL, he's great. He's just chilling um, in the you know place that he lives in. It's 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 a you know it's a planet called Power Star, and he's he's just big chilling there. And then all of a sudden, this like interdimensional portal opens up, and RPL's like, "Oh, what the heck is happening?" And he, and he goes like flying through the space time shift rift thing, and gets transported to this other place. And well, uh, you, you know what you do when you land in a new place that you, you don't understand. You just do what you gotta do, and battle enemies and stuff and it's it's great uh i'd say you know rpl he's got great survival tactics i'll give him that he wounds up in this new place and he's immediately taking stuff down like i good good for him you know so rpl he's making his way downtown and stuff and then he ends up in this kind of ruined area and he finds he he sees he sees something someone something trapped in this cage and then a bunch of enemies are like attacking him at once and stuff but rpl he's he's really good at fighting and things like that so he he deals with them and it's great and then we learn that the the little the little something that was trapped in that cage is known as lawful good chinchilla he's uh blue and he's very friendly he's very nice and he tells rpl that basically um, after, you know, he, you know, he, so Lawful Good Chinchilla got captured, was then saved by RPL, and then Lawful Good Chinchilla explains to RPL that the harmless friends who come from the same planet as RPL are currently in trouble in this new world, for they have also been transported to th this place, this very mysterious location, and um, it's, it's just kind of, it's just kind of stressful, you know? So RPL's goal in this game is to save all the harmless friends. Um, and before we get into kind of the nitty gritty of it all, it's time to talk about um, certain things that make that make this experience what it is. So you have the primary goal of saving the harmless friends, but most of all, saving the harmless friends will help create a safe haven in this new world um, called Harmless Friend Town. And that's really helpful for a number of reasons. So I'm gonna talk about Harmless Friend Town very briefly, um, where basically the harmless friends that you save, they all, um, they're all gonna, you know, congregate back at this place. They're gonna re they're gonna build a, a town for you to live in, Harmless Friend Town as it's aptly named. Um, and throughout the process, depending on the number 
of harmless friends that RPL saves. Um, it'll determine how, how many facilities are available to him in the town. So some examples include the forgery. We got a, a harmless friend who helps you gear up on uh, Kirby's weapons and abilities and things like that. Um, I'll get into abilities in a little bit. Um, then there's also the movie theater, also run by more harmless friends. It's, it's great. Then there's uh, the uh, there's a place to get protein drinks. That's really helpful. Then there's the obligatory fishing mini game, also available in Harmless Friend Town. And then there's also a brunch place where you can grab cakes, burgers, tomatoes, and juice. Only those options are available to you. But that's okay. You can even work there part-time. RPL can actually work there part-time if he wants to. And he'll, he will get paid. So it's great. Um, so obviously, there's an added motivation to saving all the harmless friends. Because uh, if you do, you get all this really cool stuff. And there's also this place called the Coliseum where really tough battles will occur. There's three different cups. I'll get into that in a bit more later, but essentially at the Coliseum, you got some you got some battling to do. It's a way to get money and other cool stuff. You can get this like star stone thing. Um, I guess I should talk about that uh, too now because while we're on the topic of uh, the forgery and abilities and things like that, it's time I talk about all the different kinds of weaponry and abilities that are available to RPL in this game. So you have a lot of different areas to traverse. And yes, I know it might seem a little bit weird that I'm explaining this before I explain the places you even go to, but throughout this journey and throughout these different locations, uh, RPL will have a bunch of opportunities to um, acquire these different abilities and then use them creatively, whether it be just purely for combat purposes or if it's just to have some fun, you know, like that kind of a thing. Um, so starting off, um, we have uh, the Pew Pew ability. And um, Pew Pew, uh, the thing is that with all of these abilities is they can all be powered up using this ratty piece of paper. Once you acquire the ratty piece of paper, respective to that ability, then you can power it up some more. Again, using these starstone things and money, all essential things to um, survival. Um, so we have the uh, Pew Pew ability, which can then be uh, upgraded to Pew Pew with hat. It's a really poofy, poofy hat. And then that can be upgraded to Pew Pew, but astronaut version. And that one's really cool because RPL gets this like helmet and stuff. And it's it's just, it go, you go Pew Pew, you know? Then next up, we have the Whack ability. And then Whack can be upgraded to Whack with helmet, um, which kind of makes RPL looks like, uh, look, looks, it looks like he's going to go roller skating or something like that. And then that can be upgraded to Whack, but RPL has a mullet. And that one's, that one's pretty cool. Then next up is Kaboom. So this is um, one of two abilities in this game that only have a one-time use. So after you use it, that's it, you're done with it. Kaboom's pretty cool, where you just kind of destroy enemies and do a lot of damage at once. Anything that's within the blast radius, that's what'll happen. That's why it's named Kaboom. And then the only other upgrade that Kaboom gets is Kaboom, but RPL stops time. So essentially it looks like a top hat now, but when, and it has an hourglass in it, but when RPL uses this, um, and if you do damage to enemies while you freeze time, it'll extend how long you freeze time for. So then it gives you a chance to destroy multiple different enemies um, within that period of time provided. It's pretty cool actually. 
The next up, we have a really common ability known as Hot Hot, which can then be upgraded to Magma Breath, which can then be upgraded to Dragon Rage. So this one is kind of just as it sounds, it's really flame-centered. It's like you can burn stuff, you know? That's, that's the core purpose of this ability. And to the degree at which you burn things and how strong that burn is, um, like Dragon Rage being the strongest in terms of uh, the damage output. Then next up we have Sharp Boomerang. Um, that one's a cool one. It, it's exactly as it sounds. It's a boomerang that returns to you, but it'll do damage because it's sharp. Then that can be upgraded to Danger Circles, which basically does the same thing, but instead they're like circles. Then it can, it can finally be upgraded into Danger Shredding Circles. That's pretty cool. Um, and then next up, we have Stabby. Stabby is just as it sounds. You go poke, that's uh, poke slash, I don't know, you can think of all the different things. Then next up, it can be upgraded to Big Stabby, which is then um, a lot uh, heavier. It's a bit more unwieldy, um, but then that can be upgraded to Skillful Edgy Stabby. That one's pretty cool. Um, I did forget to mention that with the Coliseum, kind of in the first cup at least, because uh, this is also another recurring character in the franchise, um, Edgy Bad Guy is like the quote unquote final boss of this cup. It's just a side thing you do in the game. It's not a big deal, not central to the story, um, but a skillful Edgy Stabby makes you look like Edgy Stabby Guy. So you get his sword, you get the little bat wings. It's, it's kind of funny. Then next up, we have Cartoon Grenade. It, that that's all it is just it's like kaboom but you you know you can throw more of them kind of thing um because they're actual spherical bombs then next up we have exploding soccer balls and then after that like you know after the upgrade of exploding soccer balls we get exploding sentient soccer balls where basically they will like like hone in on the target so exploding soccer balls depending on where you throw them they just stay there and then they will go kaboom. But exploding sentient soccer balls, nowhere to go. It's like you throw that and they will go in the direction of the enemy you're aiming for, I suppose. Then next up we have, um, I am the wind lord. And this is just you creating a very strong wind gusts and enemies will probably get caught in it and it won't be a fun time for them. Cause you know, centrifugal force is the thing. Then that can be upgraded into elegant wind lord, which basically does the same thing, but lasts slightly longer. And then finally ends off with the final upgrade of God of Thunder, which is the coolest like upgrade. It's so cool looking. I mean, there's certain um, abilities I definitely have a preference for, but this one aesthetically looks really cool because it's like, becomes like dark clouds and there's thunder around RPL and it also lasts a lot longer, has more damage output. So it's just, it's just so cool. Then next up we have um, the digger ability and that's where you just, you, it's exactly as it sounds. You go underground and you like dig stuff, um, which is really helpful. Um, then next up we have the pencil sharpener, really cool addition where you, RPL literally wears a pencil sharpener on top of his head. Then next, we have the Double Digger, which I find slightly less interesting. Um, and it's just a build off of the, the first initial digger. Like it's just two, again, stronger damage output, but I find pencil sharpener to be a lot more creative. Then we have the other one-time ability coming up here and it's called Nap Time. So this is where if RPL uses this ability, it'll put him to sleep, but then he will regenerate health. So because we all know that a good night's rest will give you all the strength you need for the 
days to come and the journeys ahead. And um, that can be upgraded to nap time plus. So the difference between nap time and nap time plus is with nap time, RPL will pass out on the ground exactly where he is. He ain't moving, he will be, he'll be like, oh, I'm ready to sleep. And then he'll go to sleep. Nap time plus, RPL, I don't know why I was like plus, but anyways, um, nap time plus, RPL busts out a proper bed and goes to bed in the bed. And then you get more health as well as like a protein drink added bonus, I think. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. Um, and then we, we've only got three, uh, two more folks. Um, so first we have Roly Poly Pokey. And this is where RPL can basically roll into a ball and kind of like poke stuff as he rolls. It's pretty cool. Then Roly Poly Pokey can be upgraded to Roly Poly Pokey Trash Edition, where the, I guess, protrusions of things coming out of the, like the, the Roly Poliness from RPL, it, there, there's just a lot more stuff. It's just like stuff, but then there's also like projectiles. So um, when you end off the attack, like you end the roll, RPL can actually like throw trash at the enemies. But that's not even the best part about this, I suppose, because this will be upgraded into Roly Poly Pokey Pretty Edition. And this is basically where instead of trash, it's like beautiful pink um, gradient crystals. So it's like, it's cooler. It's more refined and elegant as opposed to having trash so that's a really cool ability and then the final one we have is the burr cold ability um this is it's just like the one um the hot hot ability where you're breathing an element this is the other element that you're breathing it's coldness instead of well uh you know hotness so burr cold can be upgraded to burr cold 2.0 and the really the only big difference is that you can build snowmen essentially um, or snow yetis, I suppose, um, with this upgraded version. Um, and RPL wears a hat, like a proper hat, um, uh, I guess. But that gets upgraded into Icicle Hour of Power. And this is by far my favorite ability in the game. It's so much fun. You can create like an icicle shield around RPL's body. Um, the breathing power of the coldness is a lot stronger. So that's all really cool. So just to recap, because obviously I've been talking for quite some time, not a whole lot of storytelling going on other than the fact that we know that RPL has one crashed in this mysterious location, two has been informed by lawful good chinchilla that harmless friends have been captured and need to be saved, and three, that that's the main goal of the game is to save all the harmless friends and adventure through this new world. So yeah, I've only mentioned that part of the story. I've talked about Harmless Friend Town, where you can get all these cool upgrades and things like that. And now I've talked about copy abilities and all the different, you know, weaponry and things that RPL will have access to. But that brings us to one other thing about these abilities is that typically with any RPL game is RPL will have some kind of unique ability specific to that game. And the one that's specific to this game is known as Ultra Chomp. So even if uh, RPL has an ability, he can still use this extra one too on top of it. Um, except of course, when he uses this extra ability known as Ultra Chomp, that's the one that takes precedent. So that's the one that'll be in effect unless um, RPL exits Ultra Chomp mode. So Ultra Chomp is basically the ability to swallow anything and take over the property of that thing. So let's take a car, for example, because this is what the game advertised. Let's take a car. If RPL swallows that car, 
his body will take over the car and the car will become pinkified because, you, you know, his name's RPL, Round Pink Lad. He'll take over the car. You'll see his, you know, face and stuff still on the car. But then RPL develops the ability to drive the car around. You know, you'll be racing down racetracks and things like that. And there's a ton of other different um, things that RPL can go ultra chomp on. And they all have their own creative uh, purposes and things like that, different ways to navigate through an area. And some of them are really fun. Some of them are a bit more complicated. It's all really cool stuff though. So um, lastly for this section, before I get into the bulk of the storytelling is to talk about just in general, the concept of enemies, because this is a very, very simplistic game at the end of the day, folks. RPL just has to go, you know, just has to defeat these enemies and stuff that are standing in his way um, and things like that. So whatever the case, for some enemies, let me give you some examples of the things you can encounter in this game. So starting off, we have Angie Dog. Then we have Angie Dog, but big. It's slightly more mustachioed, in my opinion. It's slightly different color palette, but you know, they're both Angie Dogs. Then next up, we have Circus Seal that throws bombs. It's quite lethal. Um, then there's um, Small Concrete Turtle. Then there's Angry Concrete Turtle. And then there's Angry Concrete Turtle, but large. It's They come up actually not that often, but you know, you see enough of them that you're like, ah, I recognize you. Then next up, we have Angry Bull. We have Groundhog. Um, we have Bobblehead Croc. Um, Angie Porcupine. Chaotic Purple Rabbit. Um, uh, Chaotic Blue Rabbit that's small. Then we have Chonk Frog. This is a really dangerous uh, Chonk Frog because it spits like poison. Um, and then lastly, we have Cartoon Hungry Snack. And I really like Cartoon Hungry Snack because it's got a really funny name. Um, so anyways, those are some of the different kinds of enemies that RPL um, will encounter in this game. And I should mention lastly, before we get into the bulk of the story, is the fact that, well, um, you have the, the, this is a two player game as well. This isn't just single player, you can play with someone else. And that person, whoever's second player, will be playing as the optional friend. So, you know, you have harmless friends to save, but there will be an optional friend. He wears a little bandana, it's really wholesome. And he can help you out in your journey as well. Okay, so that was a very lengthy preamble section to what this game is about. Now you know about uh, the harmless friends, you know about abilities, you know about Ultra Chomp, you know about some enemies, you know, you know these things, let's get into the adventure part of the game. So, um, let's see. You begin in this place called Obligatory Forest Land. This is the place that RPL Crash lands in. Um, and you know, Lawful Gun Chinchilla will be guiding you throughout your journey, um, that kind of a thing. So uh, you're just making your way through. And then eventually, this is also the case with pretty much every location in this game, because this is your starting point. This is your first area that you're gonna adventure to. There's always gonna be some kind of boss at the end of uh, uh, an area in this game. And your first boss is Edgy Donkey Kong. He wears these like anchor chains and stuff and whatnot. And of course he's like a lot of other enemies in this game, guarding the harmless friends from you and just trying, is trying to make sure you don't get them. And it's like, okay, well, that's stressful. Um, but then you defeat edgy Donkey Kong and then you're good. Then you move on to obligatory Waterland. Um, Cause you know, if, that, if uh, obligatory forest land was world one, then world two is obligatory Waterland. 
it makes a lot of sense. Um, you venture through there. It's kind of industrial and stuff because you know um, the thing with um, obligatory forest land is while it is obligatory forest land, it's kind of like a ruined mossy forest cityscape type of thing. It's it's more like that. And then, but then obligatory waterland is slightly more industrial and like there's like kind of decrepit facilities and stuff. I don't know, but it's still pretty water-based at, at, at the end of the day. And the boss you face at the end of this world is angry foliage. Yep. Then after angry foliage, um, you know, you're able to move on to the next world. And that place is called Decrepit Circus. It's a great amusement park, really fun and, and stuff. Um, there's even like a, you know, haunted house thing that you can go through. That one's pretty cool. Um, uh, and uh, in one of those places, like in the haunted house one, RPL has to swallow a light bulb. So, cause it's like really dark in there. So you, you light up the you light up the room and stuff, with the, with the light bulb, it's pretty cool. Um, and when you get to the end of this world, you face circus cat. She's um she moves really fast, but she she's cool, I guess. Then next up we have the fourth world, which is known as just coldness. So it's just covered in snow. It's mostly a city kind of area. There's ice and stuff everywhere. I can tell you that you know RPL for as talented as he is, um, he's not really able to skate. You don't have access to skates in this game. So when you do encounter ice, it's kind of a pain because you can't skate. You're just slipping your side and you're just slipping and sliding your way through the area. And it's kind of stressful. Um, but then when you get to the end of Just Coldness, you encounter Hammer Penguin. So Hammer Penguin is also a recurring character in the franchise, also comes from the same planet as RPL. Um, uh, and he's like, RPL is round pink blood, you know, but you know, to his credit, Hammer Penguin is also is also pretty wrong. Problem with him is that for some reason he just always ends up getting like brainwashed and stuff to do like the bad guys bidding, because he's not like a total bad guy kind of sort of. I don't really know Hammer Penguin's deal, but you have to you have to fight him in any case. But here's the twist, right? Is that you've gone, you've gone through four worlds now, and you just go from place to place, and it feels kind of you know usual business. But then Hammer Penguin, even after you defeat him, he decides to capture Lawful Good Chinchilla. So now, as you progress through the remaining areas left in the game, you now have the added goal of not only saving all the harmless friends, you also have to save Lawful Good Chinchilla now. So that's another added level of stress. Then next up, we have the Abandoned Desert Resort. Um, so this is actually on like a different, I guess, continent. Your starting areas where all these first four, like, you know, the first four worlds, I suppose, are. Um, but then you have to jump continents and then that takes you to Abandoned Desert Resort. You make your way through there and then <laughs> you have to face Goofy Sandshrew. And Goofy Sandshrew is goofy and he makes toys and he makes a toy of Lawful Good Chinchilla. So you think Lawful Good Chinchilla is sitting there waiting for you, but uh, it's actually just a toy. And then that's when Goofy Sandshrew jumps out to battle you. Um, that battle's a bit stressful. Then after you clear a abandoned desert resort, we make our way over to the final world known as Urban Mordor. Um, then uh, once you get through, once you get through there, we're getting closer to saving Lawful Good Chinchilla. And hopefully by this point, you've saved all the harmless friends as well. But the thing is, is that when you do get to the final level, I should say, of Urban Mordor, you face Hammer Penguin again, but this time he's masked. So it's Hammer Penguin, but masked. Um, his battle's a bit more intense. Yeah, it's like a two-faced fight, a bit more stressful. Um, but the thing with that 
is, well, once you defeat him this time, he's good. He's no longer brainwashed. Um, you save the last of the harmful friends, harmful, oh my goodness, harmless friends. They are definitely harmless, I promise. The harmless friends that are there, but the problem is that one of them gets like, you know, he trips on his toes and stuff. So Hammer Penguin steps up, and I should refer to him by this point as King Hammer Penguin. King Hammer Penguin steps up, because he actually is known as a king. Um, he steps up, saves the last harmless friend, throws him into the elevator where RPL's trying to keep the door open, but he can't keep it open long enough before it forcefully closes. So King Hammer Penguin stays behind to ward off all the other enemies that are coming in their direction. Now, you're probably wondering how this how this all ends, how this goes down. Well, the thing is, is that you end up in this, uh, this elevator, right? And it takes you to some secret location known as... Uh, very sus lab i don't know it's it, it there's no proper introduction into this area in the game you don't know what's going to come and then you end up there and it's just very very sus there's no other words to describe how genuinely suspicious this area is like oh boy i need to keep an eye out for stuff um but then you end up in this kind of lab room you see lawful good chinchilla is captured there um and then you see this uh, giant lion guy named Curbified Simba sitting in a chair. And he makes a speech about something. Uh, it's, it's something that this lab or something has been making experiments on or doing research on. Um, and he kind of explains that basically Lawful Good Chinchilla is the other half of this like pretty chaotic being and I think he wants to use his power or something. Anyways, Curbified Simba battles you, and then you're like, okay, and then RPL, you know, does the thing. But then, Curbified Simba is mind-controlled by Amoeba Alien Chinchilla, which is, again, supposed to be the other half of Lawful Good Chinchilla, this chaotic being that I was mentioning before. So, um, Amoeba Alien Chinchilla decides to kind of use curbified Simba as like a host. And then it turns into this like giant goop monster thing. But then it also absorbs the bodies of other enemies that you've encountered throughout this game. And then as you save Lawful Good Chinchilla, um, you are racing down this hallway being chased by evil goop. So once Amoeba Alien Chinchilla merges with curbified Simba and all these other enemies, it becomes evil goop and then the evil goop is chasing you down the hallway then when you defeat the evil goop in a last ditch effort it recaptures lawful good chinchilla so you make your way up through this very ruined lab building thing and you get to the helipad on top and then this is where you encounter chaotic evil chinchilla um, it's kind of absorbed Lawful Good Chinchilla now, so it looks kind of similar to Lawful Good Chinchilla in some ways, but it still retains, like Amoeba Alien Chinchilla still retains some of its own characteristics, like its little really creepy eyes. Anyways, you have this very, very tough monumental battle uh, with Chaotic Evil Chinchilla. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. He starts opening up like dimensional rifts and then at some point also threatens, well, actually the final phase of this battle is the power, the planet known as Power Star, you know, RPL's home, um, chaotic evil chinchilla in this last ditch effort decides to make the planets collide. And that's not good for anyone. So what does RPL do? He swallows a big rig truck 
and with the help of lawful good chinchillas, good magic, um, the two friends, maybe along with optional friends, depending on how you play this part of the game, um, you know, you are able to uh, um, defeat chaotic evil chinchilla. And it's great. It's it's a really, really funny ending to the game. And then um, there's still some kind of rift uh, and it, there's still the potential for the clans to collide. So lawful good chinchilla uses his magic again to save everyone and he it seems like he sacrifices himself but he's actually okay it's fine um and then the game ends yeah so after that you also get this like kind of you get these photo frames of rpl with all the different bosses and enemies he encountered but it turns out everyone's become friends now so you know the harmless friends are still very much harmless but now all these enemies that we thought were enemies and bosses that we thought were bosses have actually become friends, with the exception of Kurgified Simba. He's still being held somewhat hostage in some kind of mysterious location. We don't know what's happened with him. Um, but yeah, that's that's the end of the that's the end of the game. You know, that's it. That's that is the story of 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 that is RPL story in this new world. He makes all kinds of friends. He saves the harmless friends. Lawful good chinchilla is his buddy. You know, like it's it's a great time. Everyone's having a good time. Yeah. But you know, when I played through this this game for the first time and realized that it, I was definitely not done and there was more to be done with Kerbified Simba, I was like, wait, there's more? So that brings us to the post-game section where RPL has to navigate this place at the, at the calling of Circus Cat, because Circus Cat is actually friends canonically with Kerbified Simba, Circus Cat, tells like or asks rather requests rpl to travel through the illusion dream world where um it's everything's illusionary but everything you face there is a lot harder the puzzles are harder the bosses are harder they're all phantom versions of the bosses you've already faced um you got to go through all of that before you can eventually go save curbified simba and now that you've saved all the harmless friends you don't have to worry about that anymore what you have to worry about here in illusion dream world is collecting all parts of curbified simba's soul his soul has somehow split up into like 300 fragments and you got to collect them all so that's fun but then when you make it to the end of illusion dream world and get to the i suppose illusion version of the uh sus lab um is that well you go there and it does go down a bit differently than what you will have remembered from the main story ending of, of the game so basically amoeba alien chinchilla is still again holding um uh curbified simba hostage and what happens instead is that um curbified alien chinchilla influences curbified simba to do more of its it's bidding i suppose and curbified simba becomes possessed curbified simba in a way that was different slightly different from before so the first time that you see possessed curbified simba is a much more low-key version in this one he's like properly possessed and also in that process amoeba alien chinchilla is also attacking you at the same time that possessed curbified simba is so it's like it's, it's just very 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 stressful um and then once you you know defeat possessed curbified simba he'll go unconscious and he'll go to sleep sleep and but you know amoeba alien chinchilla is not done we're not going to get chaotic evil chinchilla this time around but instead what we get is 
um, evil butterfly sphere guy. And this is basically the result of amoeba alien chinchilla merging with a butterfly and then kind of mimicking the design of evil, uh, not evil, sorry, edgy bad guy. Um, it looks very similar, but evil butterfly sphere is very chaotic. It's a very difficult battle. It wields two swords, like that's a bit excessive. But once you defeat evil butterfly sphere, you have officially saved uh, Curvified Simba and then all the, you know, previously known as enemies and Circus Cat, everyone comes together and also give back uh, um, Curbified Simba the remaining parts of his soul, and then he, he's all good. Yay, you've done it. Woohoo. Um, so by this point, you probably think it is the end of the game, but it still somehow isn't. Um, so now, well, you have completed, I suppose, the main, main story stuff. You did the post game, you did the main game, boom, awesome sauce. Except that you still have one more thing to do. Remember how I mentioned before in Harmless Friend Town that there's a place called the Coliseum and that it has three cups? Well, the second cup is unlocked when you beat the game for the first time. Then the third cup is unlocked after you save Curbified Simba. So RPL has to go through the final third cup um, in order to officially, I guess you could say, complete all the battle component parts of the game. Um, and get to the end. There's like 12 battles. You face all the hardest versions of the bosses you encounter throughout the game in this Coliseum. It's like a very stressful tournament and, and it's not, it's kind of, it's kind of hard. And then when you get to the end of that, you face a different version of Chaotic Evil Chinchilla where instead it's, it's now Chaotic Evil Chinchilla but swapped color palette. Um, and the attacks are slightly more complicated. Like it does things differently. It's not quite the same. And the thing is that once you beat Chaotic Evil Chinchilla but swapped color palette, you also think by the end of that, you, you're done now. You, you've done it all. You've, you've done what there is to do when it comes to all the battle segments in the game, but you will find yourself to be wrong because, well, there's a second phase. And this second phase is the actual final boss of the entire game. This is known as Chaotic Evil Chinchilla's core but I think a better name for it is Evil Red Ball. That's right, folks. The final boss of this entire game, the final boss that RPL has to stand up to is an Evil Red Ball. And its attack pattern is very stress-inducing. Um, it fires lasers at you to start, then it changes color and becomes this flaming orange ball. And then it makes like the atmosphere around you like super hot and throws a bunch of rocks at you. And if you don't climb those rocks, like certain rocks that you're able to stand on, if you don't climb those rocks to the highest point, then you will just get incinerated by the, the flaming the flaming orange ball version of it. Then it'll go back to being a red ball, but then it'll enlarge in size and then create these like humongous tremors as it bounces like a bouncy ball. It's like, it's like a chaotic evil, bouncy ball and then it creates these like shock waves in the ground and they like really hurt you if they hit you kind of thing um and then it goes back to being the evil red ball that you first saw it become as it as its core and it also has the ability to create to make itself a black hole and then if you get sucked into that black hole it does massive damage but anyways you do you you weather all of these storms you beat all of these battles and you finally defeat evil red ball basically what will happen is that the atmosphere will return to normal, everything will be okay. And then basically Amoeba Alien Chinchilla will be reduced to this tiny glowing ball of light. 
and then finally get absorbed into lawful good chinchilla's body. So then all's well ends well kind of thing. Uh, chaotic evil chinchilla will be no more, or like amoeba alien chinchilla is not going to be causing any trouble again. So all that's left of itself is just that low ball of light that eventually becomes part of lawful good chinchilla. So the two creatures become one again, but lawful good chinchilla is the dominant creature instead of the other way around because chaotic evil chinchilla has all these different phases and it's all very stressful and it's there's a lot of world ending prospects to it having power. It's, it's just it's just a whole thing, you know. But that's it, folks. That's the end of the game. Um, so this was um, the Lore Research Lab's take on describing this game, the story, this RPL's journey throughout this new world. Um, that kind of a thing. It's been cool. It's been great. Um, thanks for tuning in, folks. And I'll see you next time.